0: Let's talk PR and more.
1: Public relations, media, publicity, integrated communications, marketing,
0: digital, reputation management, and more. Let's talk PR and more with award-winning PR strategist, Sherry Goldman.
1: I'm Sherry Goldman, president of Goldman Communications Group, and welcome to Let's Talk PR and More. Today's guest is Ken Jacobs. Ken is the principal of Jacobs Consulting and Executive Coaching, which helps empower public relations and communications agency owners, CEOs, and senior leaders to become more inspiring, inspired, and effective leaders. He also helps the agencies grow business, manage for profitability, and enhance team performance. Prior to launching Jacobs Consulting, Ken spent 25 years in management and leadership positions at key PR agencies, including Ogilvy and Mather PR, Melonian Fox, Lippy Taylor, and Marina Marr Communications. Today he's one of the industry's leading experts on leadership. He writes a quarterly leadership column called Taking the Lead in PRSA strategies and tactics, writes for Reagan's PR Daily in the O'Dwyer PR newsletter, and even has his own video podcast called Taking the Lead. So as you can imagine, today's topic is leadership. Welcome, Ken. It's great to have you on the show today.
0: Thank you very much. It's very nice. To be here. And you're, you know, you're speaking in your radio voice. So I will, I will try to do the same. <laughs> Sounds perfect. It's so strange when you hear yourself
1: in your, your headphones. Yes. So let's get started. And, and I know this is going to sound basic because everyone thinks they know what leadership is, but I think it, people perceive it to be different or it means different things to different people. So let's start with the basics. How do you define
0: leadership? Well, it'll be easier for me to define it by comparing it to management, right? And Perfect. Many that was my people, next even, question, if, so good. <laughs> oh, we blended the two. Many people, even in leadership circles, use them interchangeably. I think it's a mistake. I really think it's a mistake. And I think if you look at the arc of a traditional PR career, it goes from sort of learner and doer to practitioner maybe even expert, manager, and then leader. And I have observed over the years, we've promoted too many people into leadership just because they were great managers or great with PR or great with clients, you know, but leadership is different. So let's go back a bit. To me, management is about, you know, processes and priorities, production schedules, you know, it is getting the train out of the station on time, if you will. Okay. And, and and those are critical skills, you know. But you'll notice it's about things.
1: Absolutely. When we
0: lead, it's about people. It's about doing all those things. And quite often, it's off, it's about creating the teams and creating the processes that those managers manage. So it starts with leadership. And again, and and, you know, if you're sort of a vertical subject matter expert, if you're great at just writing or just media or whatever, and you're not meant to lead people, I think that's okay. Because leadership is different. It requires different skills. I mean, most people are managers and good managers before they become leaders. I've never seen a leader who wasn't a good manager before. But just because you're a great manager doesn't automatically mean that after a few years, you're a leader. Got to be trained, mentored, and coached.
1: And I agree totally, and, and that makes a lot of sense. But I think sometimes people then use the word leader to be a synonym for manager, and it sounds like Ooh, you're saying it's no. not, right? Because in my lead, view. Lead, No, and not I agree with view. you. But leader usually yeah. sometimes means who's at the top of the food chain, who's at the front, yeah. front of the train. But that's really not what a leader is, and, and certainly in public relations because – well, leaders are obviously in all industries, but leadership to me, and, and, and certainly I want to hear your perspective, in PR is totally different than probably anywhere else or in a lot of places.
0: So can I respectfully disagree? <laughs> Absolutely. You, of course you can. Can I you warn can. you i agree? Because to me, the tenets of leadership are the tenets of leadership, right? Okay. What so tell me what they you are. What an mm-hmm. effective leader, I, you know, and, and as a leadership coach or executive coach, I could coach, I could, I could do leadership coaching for mathematicians, scientists, neurophysicists, construction workers, you name it.
1: The subject matter. No,
0: not in my view, okay. not in my view. Though I will tell you that some people I've coached, let's take training off out of it for a minute, but okay. some people I've coached said, I know you don't coach me around PR. I know for the most part, we don't discuss PR media relations, content, digital analytics, uh, measurement, whatever goes into PR Mm -hmm. today, the whole thing, marketing. We don't Mm -hmm. talk about it, but I feel better speaking with you compared to other business coaches because you get my world, you get my shorthand, you've you've been there. And most of the people I coach, I've had their jobs or some variation on it, <laughs> but that's more of Well, not digital content strategists, and I've coached some of that. Well, well, none um, of us
1: did that. That's, that's right, all like right, right. kind of the last but few years.
0: Yeah. So no, it's not leadership is leadership is leadership and coaching is coaching is coaching. So I choose to serve mostly, mostly the PR and communications world. I choose to serve mostly agencies, but, if I'm a good coach, then I should be able to coach anyone around leadership. And again, the tenets of good leadership are the same, I, regardless of category. So, but I also want to hear from you. Like, why did? what do you? What do you think? If am I allowed to ask a question? Is it can the well, guest ask a question? Absolutely. <laughs> when you think of leadership, why do you think it might be different in PR? I
1: think part of which is because our product is our creativity and our time, as versus a widget getting something done sure and and, and i think and that's inspiring people to be motivated to be creative and and spend their time productively and and work for different sets of clients and different constraints and we're also in a business where as as you know deadlines and crises are, are abound i think it's more challenging listen i I lead oh, people. I, I also yeah. teach college, and I think they're different students to motivate. Yeah. They're different people. I've led big teams within agencies myself. They're big, different teams to manage. They, they, they have different motivations. They, the teams have different career goals than perhaps if I look at managing a team within Target or managing a team within an accounting firm. So maybe but, that's just so,
0: Yeah, yeah. Because think about it. Think about when you teach. Forget the content for now. You've got to connect with them deeply. Okay. You've got to do it respectfully. You've got to have empathy. You've got to understand how hard it is to learn.
1: You're right. I so. would
0: guess all those things are what make you a great adjunct or teacher, professor, whatever you are, mm-hmm. and I, it oh, doesn't so. matter what you're teaching. I mean, it's a given. You know this stuff. Okay. But if you want to be a teacher who changes lives, I think it's more of those things. And 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 I'll tell. You, I will tell you this. I think there are a lot of similarities between what makes a great PR communicator and a leader.
1: Great. So for it,
0: example, yeah, I was going to say
1: let's touch on them. And you keep saying the tenets yeah. of a good leader. Yeah. So you know, yeah. let let's start with that, and maybe you know that'll help sure. me and everyone else kind of see where they yeah. they intermash.
0: Well, to be a great PR person, you've got to be empathetic. You've got to be empathetic to the people in media, you've got to be empathetic to the people who you're trying to have their opinions change and their actions change. Empathy is critical. Guess what? Critical in leadership. Okay. Here's something else. Listen more than you talk. Listen more than you talk. I think one, you know, common denominator on of good PR people that we really listen. We desire to understand what the media needs, what our clients need, what our clients' targets need. Really, really listening. Critical leadership skill, too. Critical leadership skill, too. Third thing they have in common, and if I thought about it, there's probably more, Mm -hmm. is trust. As a PR person, you must be trusted by your internal and external clients. You must be trusted by your senior leadership. You certainly must be trusted by the media and you must be trusted by the audiences that you're trying to reach. Right. right. Critical, critical PR skill in my view, critical leadership skill. So some would include, you know, listening, empathy, all those things. So they, they really have a lot more in common than we might think.
1: So if you're a good manager in PR and you've got these skills, but you don't automatically become a good leader. So you need other things, right? Or is there a different sensibility on how to use what skills you might have used? Because let's say you're good at managing clients or understanding issues and you listen, You and I have both experienced people who got promoted up who weren't exactly the best leaders, even though they were great account managers and they they grew the business. Um, I don't think we can, but we We will later.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's tempting when we're off the off the
1: air, exactly.
0: Email me and I'll tell you the name. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) We'll have drinks, we'll discuss.
0: Right, right. So so here's the thing. I always say leadership is a two-part choice. Your conscious decision to lead that I will lead emotionally-based human beings, that I am up for the challenge, the frustration, (laughs) the sacrifice, (laughs) and the joy and fulfillment of leading people. You've got to make that decision and accept it's not about your title. It's not about your corner office. It's certainly not about where you are in the org chart. It just isn't. And it's their conscious decision to follow you or not and whether we want to accept it or not your team members decide do they want to follow you do they want to be followers and so they can come in every day they can do the work they might even do it well they check it off the list you know the to-do list but there's something kind of transactional about that And when leadership (laughs) really happens When you make that conscious decision to lead and they make the conscious decision, yeah, that's the kind of person I want to follow. That's transformative. You can transform an organization. You can transform people's careers. You can transform your little group within an agency or corporate setting. You know, you don't have to lead the entire enterprise. It can be you and two account executives. That could be your leadership community. And when you make that decision to lead, and more importantly, they make the decision to follow, everything changes.
1: So if so much is dependent upon them making the decision to follow, does that mean it's dependent on whether or not you hire the right people? Or how do you engage them initially? And I'm assuming that's a trade of a good leader. How do you get them
0: to follow
1: without just going, yeah, it's my so, job, or doing it begrudgingly? I mean, right, there's so many people. right?
0: Yeah, like the quiet quitting and all that. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily about the people you hire because quite often you are asked to lead people who were there before you work for other people you have no control peer. and they you, you, you may reasons, not yeah. right control that but you know I would start with their sensing your empathy. That's important. Another, so we've talked about empathy. It's also about values, establishing the values for our group, which should, to some degree, should reflect the values of the enterprise. Right. But the reason why establishing some kind of values are so important, and, you know, why do we come in every day? What are our work standards? What are our quality standards? How do we treat one another? Things like that. Why is that so important? Because people will – people must set some alignment between their values, the values of the organization, and the values of the leader. They must set not – every, not every value, but – because that really would be very dull if we all thought <laughs> the same way and had the same values. But there have to be enough that you feel – part of something. So that's the first thing. The second thing is a vision. Where are we? Where are we going? What comes after? What comes next? Where can we get to together? And again, the, the, both the values and the vision are set at the top of the enterprise. Hopefully they're there. And then within your group, you reiterate, you customize, you you make it, what can our account group do? Or what can our consumer PR group do? Or what can our little group of media people, what is that vision? Why is vision so important? People to follow you, to make the decision to follow you, must understand the vision and their role in achieving it. That is so critical. So the visual, I recommend to bring this to life imagine your grandparent or great-grandparents pocket watch right An, an analog watch of some kind and when you open the back you see all the gears and you see you know some call it cogs and that when one gear chain does something the next gear does something and the next gear does something they want to know what gear they are they want to know their role in making that watch tell time accurately. So vision is absolutely critical. Now, those two happening, you know, chronologically in the order. The most important leadership, call it attribute, call it skill, is trust. Your followers must trust you. They must know you will never, ever, ever, ever throw them under the bus.
1: So they want to know that you have their back. That's the most important You have thing. their
0: back. Okay. Absolutely. And if they don't know that, they may be working for you. They're not following you.
1: And I trust and, you have to not only tell them, but you have to demonstrate it probably daily.
0: Oh, it's so funny you said, and I love the way you were, you put the word trust in there. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. What you, I want to get this quote right. I think it's Ralph Waldo Emerson. I got it from the internet, so who knows, but (laughs) what you do speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. If you are going to build trust, it is all about what you do and you've got to do it consistently. Are you, are you, you know, but are you friendly with my friend Patrice Tanaka? I loved Patrice Tanaka. You love Patrice Tanaka. Who doesn't love Patrice Tanaka? How could you not love Patrice Tanaka? But she always talks about how do you build trust? It's about doing the right thing consistently, no matter the consequences.
1: I love that. No matter the
0: consequences. And consistency in leadership is so critical so important you know you said well something i think of... in everything i think consistency Absolutely. in everything but yeah and i i'll tell you something this may surprise you and the listeners go rather ahead. than go for sometimes leadership greatness just be good but be good consistently if you're a good leader I like that consistently you will have more i think Loyal, impassioned, self-motivated followers. That if you're great, but only three days of the week, and the rest of the week you're either not a good leader, no. or they don't know, or they don't know what they're going to get from you.
1: Okay, I have two questions based on what you said because that's great advice. Number one is you said leadership is about values, and you could be the great leader of your account group, let's say in an agency. Do your values have to align with the agency? president or the head of the holding company? Because what if different leaders within the organization have different values? Does that make it right. difficult or challenging? That would be my first question to you. Yeah. No.
0: All right. So let's let's start with this.
1: Because it sounds to me like you say leaders it, doesn't have to not, be the highest person on the food chain of the right. company. It may be well, the president so of Weber yeah. Chanwick, but it could be the head yeah. of the, the account team that's handling consumer right. products or whatever.
0: So. Yeah, I think you start with the values of the organization, which should be espoused by the leader and the leaders. And then when you lead a community, a group, a department or whatever under it, you as a leader are looking for what you align with and what you agree with. And hopefully, you know, if you're working for a company, you really don't align with the important values. You're not going to agree on everything. Right. That's Mm -hmm. okay. So hopefully, if you're leading an agency within a holding group, a consumer division or a division within an agency, you've got enough in common with the organization and the leader so that you're pumped and motivated and you're following them, and then you translate that down.
1: I have a question. If you don't, are you not a good leader, but you have the potential to be a good leader if you transfer to another company that may be more aligned with your values, would from your perspective of what makes a good leader well, would you would you be a better leader because maybe you could be more passionate about the values of yeah. the mission of the company because you were doing it before and it was okay but now you're more aligned with where they are
0: yeah i i think it's a very individualized thing okay some people say here are the three things i i share the belief with the organization and with the leaders at the top and i have some differences but i see enough that I can make it work and I can imprint enough that I can add the things I think will be meaningful to my followers so that they're, you know, achieving. They're doing superior performance. That could work. For some people, it's like, no, it's all about the purpose of the organization. I I need to align on more individual choice. I, I can't say they'll be a better leader. So some need greater alignment. And I encourage them to look at what's out there, <laughs> and see, okay. see, um, see what. So I don't. Know so that part of good a, leadership is leadership. being in the
1: right environment, or part of the ability to be a good leader. To me, it sounds like you have to be in the right environment.
0: Well, if you think of that whatever it, that means, whatever yeah, that means, and that's know, an individual. Everyone's thing. a leader and a follower. Right. Everyone. You could be the CEO of a whole of a, an agency you're you're following the, I guess, to some degree, unless
1: you're Edelman and you're running your own company. company. Yeah, exactly. Right, of you... the holding
0: company. <laughs> and then even the CEO CEOs of holding companies get fired because they they have to lead up to the board. So we're all leading, we're all following at a certain point in your career, you know, you're doing more leading than following, but that's still part of it. So, you know, it's it's a matter of how fulfilled do you want to be at work? Yes, I would propose that the more fulfilled you are, the better the easier it is to lead.
1: Is it more challenging? Sure. Is it more challenging to lead today, do you think with people working remote, hybrid, we've just come through the pandemic and um we're we're obviously still there, but it people have different sensibilities now obviously that oh. people are not all together in the same room and pizza, yeah. pizza Tuesdays may not be your motivating factor anymore if they ever were but now people have different especially i would say more junior employees but certainly everyone has sensibilities and yeah. what matters or where work or where careers fit into the bigger picture is it tougher for leadership today
0: well i yeah i i think things got much tougher and you can check the date on March 13, 2020. The I remember world, where
1: I was. I so think I had my changed. last dinner out that night. The so next changed, changed right? That was yes. a
0: Thursday or a Friday, Friday. so <laughs> changed, yeah. Friday, was it Friday the 13th? Friday the well, 13th. Yeah, I don't believe in that stuff anyway, but um, <laughs> so changed. And I'm a big believer, you can see things as challenging. You can see things as uncertain. The same things, the same occurrences in the world, in the marketplace. You can interpret them as challenging, you can interpret them as uncertain, or you can interpret them as, oh, look, new opportunity. I didn't expect that. And many leaders, and in fact, many agencies saw the world changing, pivoted. Pivoted, maybe serving some kind of industries more than others, like if you're serving technology, you were in a better place, right? If you represented clients in brick and mortar and retail, Mm. maybe not so good. Um, So I saw many agencies pivot, the type of industries they serve, as well as the services they would emphasize and market. And obviously, those that were serving uh, that that offered, you know, with internal communications and employee engagement, because that became, I don't know if more important, but, but, you know, more challenging Those who offered those kind of services, we know, I mean, many agencies had a better 2020 than a better 19 and a better 21 than 20.
1: Right, and they were able to recruit differently too. Right,
0: Um, but it's all about pivot. It's all about the marketplace or the world has changed. How do I want to respond? So, So leaders who see opportunity, I think are far more effective and because All of this is contagious. Okay, you shouldn't say contagious in the world of COVID. But but I always say, you know, mindset, energy, optimism are contagious.
1: They are. And I think that's part of the challenge of remote is used to get people together and they fed off of each other, good and bad. And now when people are so isolated to create that sense of community amongst people who are not together, I think that's hard. Leaders have to work harder at that, to get to know well they have the to table. work differently I okay. think they have
0: to work differently and not see it as a challenge and see it as an opportunity and say I've been called to leadership because you are called to leadership I think in 2020 or 2021 yeah so mm-hmm. I am going to learn how do I engage people in Zoom. I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to study. I'm going to understand it. I'm not just going to see it as a challenge. If you see it as a challenge, your people will believe you, and they will see it as a challenge, too, and they will feel challenged as opposed to, hey, let's all get in the boat together and figure this out. And many leaders have been able to do that. You can tell from the performance of their agencies or of their organizations. I mean, this and see that this whole thing we're talking about goes well beyond PR.
1: No, absolutely.
0: Well beyond PR. So it's been interesting times. But you know, how does someone know if they're, they're the a good talent?
1: leader, Ken? People think oh, that people say, think they're a good yeah. leader, but how do they really know? You know, and not it's not in their mind. It's true.
0: I'll give you the funny, the kind of, not snarky, but the kind of fast answer and then the deeper answer. The fast answer is it's not snarky at all. Turn around. Do you see people following you? Are they pumped? Are they volunteering? You know, are they exceeding expectation? Are they coming up with new ideas? Are they bringing together ideas to make our little family or pod or workplace better? OK. Right. So you just turn around. If you, you know, if you see people following you, that that's the way. Now, that that's a kind of a short answer. It's not snarky. I don't
1: it's think short. it's snarky. I think that's yeah. it's, it's true, but it may not be something people focus on. So it's taking
0: something uh, well, that's obvious
1: and saying, focus on that. If, that makes you sense,
0: know, if you want to be a leader, you got to have followers. So you've got to know how you're doing. So the real answer is you should be getting feedback on your leadership performance. You should be getting feedback on your leadership performance. And are
1: you asking Whether for you, it? Are you saying, well, what you, you You're think? not
0: going to get it. You're not going to get it if you don't ask. Well, you may, you know, there's always going to be those critical people who always tell you you're doing a sucky job and like that. Okay. There's always but, but one. If you want or two. The balanced, or to If you want the balanced view, you ask for it. And there are at least two ways. Maybe there's a third. You know, you hire someone to poll your people okay. about. You know how you're doing as a leader, not as a PR person, not as a client service person, not as a business growth person. Those are all important, but that's agency management Right. as a leader. Or if you're courageous enough, you talk to your people and you say, the way I lead you, whatever that means for you, what am I doing that's working? Should I keep doing? What should I do more of? What am I doing that isn't working for you? That isn't making you feel inspired and pumped and motivated that I should either edit, do less of, or just stop. And what else do you need from me? Now, the value of that, it's a one-on-one conversation. The downside is people don't always have honest dialogue with the person whose name is on their check or the person who does their reviews (laughs) or who they (laughs) believe is in charge of their group. So that's, that's the reason to maybe get a third party
1: okay that make totally makes sense and I
0: know and it takes it takes guts. let me tell you this it (laughs) takes guts and you will hear things or read things you do not like
1: a lot of self evaluation when you read that and go
0: well it's right but here's the thing and and you know I do 360s with agency leaders and they get the report and some are devastated and i get a lot of they're wrong meaning meaning (laughs) the employees they're wrong they don't get me they misunderstand me they misinterpret me what the hell are they crazy you know all kinds of of above like that and i you know now if that's how they see it they're not coachable they're not going to get better and that is very risky and and usually we do 360s as part of a coaching engagement or to explore do we need coaching would we benefit from coaching and i say to them you may be right about all of that you may be right and now they feel listened to and i said and if this is how they're feeling how can you possibly lead them to achieve what you can achieve as an organization
1: so goes if back to your first thing, feel, which is listen, yeah. listen yeah. to Even what if it's based people on misinterpretation.
0: Are They're not getting me. OK, but if they are not getting you, why would they choose to follow you to greatness?
1: So how can they get you? So that turn you turn it back on them and say, what can you do? Yeah,
0: I think I do it in a nice way. Absolutely. And I do. So so what do you want to do about that? What up to you? I don't tell, What do you want to do about that? How would it, Do you want to change it? How would it feel to change it? Et cetera, et cetera.
1: That makes sense. I, I'm looking, I think we're close to out of time, so I have one more question. For junior PR people who are listening, what can they do to start on the path yeah. to be a better leader or if that's an aspiration for them? What can they do to start with so they can yeah. build those skills and, and, and as they move up in their careers, be better leaders, or certainly as they're better leaders, more opportunities will come their way as well.
0: Yeah, what a great Gosh, what a great question to end this on. So I think it's never too early to observe the leaders in your organization, not just the CEO. Look at the EVPs, look at the SVPs, look at the VPs, look at the managing directors, look at the account supervisors. You you get what I mean? Yeah. Look at how they (laughs) lead. You can see leadership at many layers. But it's more than the subject matter.
1: So look at it from a holistic standpoint.
0: You know, how do they... Who leads from top, you know, control, top-down, my way or the highway? Who leads through influence? Mm -hmm. Who asks good questions? Who has people lined up outside their door for their counsel, even people who don't report to them? I've lived in organizations where we had that at many levels. That's leading through influence. So that's thought one. Observe great leaders. Or observe all kinds of leaders. And then you Mm -hmm. could decide as i start to build my leadership style i'm going to use that i'm not going to use that i'm going to do the opposite of this boy i wish i could lead like that right the other thing is it's never too early to read about leadership it's never too early to read leadership columns and articles and things online and books it's never too early to look at video podcasts. <laughs> I might just have one. I think you Can have I one called, Yeah, taking
1: the taking lead. Taking the
0: lead. It's on my website. It's also on the Jacobs Consulting and Executive Coaching YouTube channel. I get to interview some of the most respected leaders in our business, and they're not respected just because they were great PR people and great heads of consumer and, and PR and whatever but they are respected as leaders or even some of them respected as leaders of leaders, right? Which right. is a, a whole art unto itself. And I'm just, they're names that everyone knows and I'm just amazed. Sometimes I'm amazed they come on the show, they come on the podcast, <laughs> they look, like pinch me. I mean, these are global CEOs and some aren't. Some run very- Everyone wants to know, talk to you, Small, <laughs> small <laughs> agencies in Dallas, and and other places, we're not so small agencies in Dallas and Austin. They are so generous with their wisdom. Many of them share about their leadership errors and faux pas, and they're very honest, and I love that. And they're very humble, and like, I'm just, I'm amazed by that, but I'm not, because I think humility paired with courage is a great leadership attribute that people will want to follow.
1: I love that. I think that's where we can... End that that's a Perfect. great so I thank Perfect. you so much for talking with me today and leadership I well, think great you. tips and advice and we'll we'll continue to have this conversation
0: can we I, I want to encourage any listeners if I may sure. if you want to link in just tell me you heard me on this show and when you look for me on LinkedIn I'm the one with all the initials after my name. <laughs> K-E-N, that's my name, <laughs> at jacobscom com. Great. Com dot Jacobscom.com.
1: This has been terrific. Love talking to you. Well, well,
0: thank we'll you so soon. much.
1: Thanks so much, Ken.
0: I appreciate
1: it. I'm Sherry Goldman, and that's Let's Talk PR and More for today. You can find more information about the show and about me at Goldman Communications Group's website, www.goldmanpr.net. Thank you again for listening today. Look forward to talking PR and more with you all again next week.